Sometimes life is messy. Have you ever wished you could refocus your mind, home, relationships, and work life? Join us as we use research-based information to make practical changes and simplify life. This is Life Simplified. Welcome back to Life Simplified. I hope you had a great first week of March and are ready to jump into a new episode with us. Today is all about self-esteem. Now, let me just tell you, ladies, when I was researching self-esteem, there are tons of materials on self-esteem for helping youth. But I wanted to talk about adults. Because I think sometimes we forget that even as adults, self-esteem can be difficult for us. And so um, I found that interesting, but I, I did find a good resource. And so all of our resources today and materials are coming from the Mayo Clinic, which I feel very good about. So I think we, we've got some good resources. Um, but one thing I think that's kind of a shame that all of our resources are about youth, but we are the adults they're leading these youth, and if our self-esteem's not up to par, then how are we doing the best we can for them? So today, I really want to focus uh, on us grown-ups. And so when we think about self-esteem, it's basically like, how do I feel about myself? How do I regard myself? Do I feel good about my skills and who I am and, and just myself in general? And so as we get started... I want you ladies to think, and this is kind of deep, um, so I can understand if we have some silence as we think the answers to these questions, but how would you describe your current self-esteem? It's just maybe like overall, but then also are there specific situations that seem to decrease your self-esteem? Because sometimes we have areas of our lives um, that our self-esteem is really great and it's where we want it to be. And then maybe there are other areas that, that we see that make it a little more of a struggle. It's not quite where we want it to be. So how would you describe your overall current self-esteem? And then are there those situations or areas that tend to decrease that. All right. So are we, are we scaling? Like, I guess mine would be like a, I don't know, medium high. Okay. So know. if we were like Is one that what to you're ten, looking for? we can do like, that. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So maybe we need, we, gotta, we have to put a number on it. So if we're going to put a number on it, sure. Let's say one to 10, one, like my, my self-esteem is low. It's not where I want to be. I need to do all the things. Like I, I want to work on that. It's not even close. And 10 is like, whoo, I'm like self-actualized. I'm at the top of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. We're doing okay. great stuff. Yeah. I'd say like a seven probably okay. for overall. Yeah. That's really good. And that's today. That's today. Subject to change. Yes. But I, um, when you were talking about situations that decrease, I was thinking, you know what? I always feel better and my self-esteem feels better better when we do podcast days i don't know about you all Mm -hmm. but i think it's just uplifting for us to get together and just talk and and you know we get the social and then we do we get work done and um so that could be why i'm ranking it a little higher too is because we're i'm doing something that i'm enjoying today Mm -hmm. i agree you're more confident in that. Yeah. 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 It's it's a good day. It, you feel good. Uh, we feel productive. We've talked about that. Yes. Y'all, y'all have listened to that that podcast. Um, yeah. It, we feel good uh, on days like today, I think. I don't know that I can put a number, but 
I go back and forth. Some days I feel really good about myself. And I think that I'm doing a really good job at work and I'm doing a really good job at home. And then whatever that trigger is that will kick me down. And I think this has been something that I mean, I've probably struggled with it a long time. But I thought, well, hey, I'm at a certain age now that I feel pretty good about myself. I'm I'm okay. And then and I was trying to record a reel. And I and my thought was, my face does not look like all these other or all these influencers. Yeah. And that really that took me took down. Took you down. Yeah. yeah. Now that's not that's not bothering me currently. But right. That but pop, it's something that, yeah, yeah, that did pop in my I head and I had to really think it through. Y'all are all looking at me now. I'm like <laughs> Well, I can share my, if you need more time, I can do my decrease. I got it. I got it. You know, being as transparent as we can, talking about, you know, our personal lives and work and everything, you know, I will have to say I'm about a five right now, you know, just because of everything, you know, things just build up. And like I said, being as transparent, it just sometimes you're down on yourself. You look at yourself a certain way, you know, like you talking about seeing people how they look, you know, you you're down on yourself because you don't look like them either. You know, and you think, okay, well, nobody wants you around, you know, or you don't have friends, you know, there's all different kinds of things that that could get you down. But personally, for myself, it's just having that self confidence of getting things done. You know, when I see everybody else around me able to do it just fine, and then I struggle, you know, so, you know, I'm about a five, you know, today, anyway, tomorrow yeah. may be a complete different subject, you know, yeah, because I would feel differently. But today I'm going to have, I'm going to have to say five. Yeah, I think um, what y'all pointed out is that it fluctuates. Mm-hmm. It, you know, our self-esteem isn't something like, well, it's this and it stays there. Um, it's going to change based on how I feel that day, what I'm doing that day, um, what stage of life I'm in, what's going on in my relationships. I th- so many things impact it. And I, I would say thinking as you all were sharing um, for myself, if we're putting a number on it, um, I'm going to I'm going to kind of be about like where Amanda is around that seven mark. Um, Things look good right now. But I will say if you'd asked me this same question nine months ago, it would have been pretty low. Like it would have been more like four, three, somewhere pretty not happy. Um, But I was able to recognize that I wasn't where I wanted to be. And I've been very intentional. That's, you know, our word. (laughs) I've been very intentional Intentional. in making some changes um, that I'm seeing it impact my self-esteem in a positive way. Um, And so I I think that's what I want to encourage everyone today is that it's going to fluctuate. It's going to ebb and flow. But when you recognize it's not where you want it to be, it doesn't have to stay there. Absolutely. Yeah. We can always work on it. We can always do better. Um, We can always adjust. We we pivot. I think we all have learned that in the last few years. Sometimes we just have to just take a, a pause and say, okay, what can I do differently? What isn't working 
what area of my life do I not feel like I'm meeting my personal goals and priorities and what I value, which we talked about that in our balance episode, you know, our values and our priorities are important. And that impacts our self esteem. Um, when we're able to more align the things that we value, um, and the decisions we're making and the things we're prioritizing, I think it impacts our self esteem. So um, and I think it's situational because yeah. like, you know, you were like talking about the six month long term. And then I was kind of thinking about uh, what Ashley had said about like your kids and not doing stuff. Like if I've had a long day at work mm-hmm. and I get home and I'm just like surviving, mm-hmm. you know, I'm yeah. sure you've all been there and um, you're not giving your best. We've talked about this before to mm-hmm. your family and you're like, man, I'm really not rocking it today. Yeah. You know, like I'm not mm-hmm. being the the mom or wife or friend that I want to be. And that's OK. Like I've mm-hmm. um, I've been like sometimes I'm like, OK, and I'm talking to my son, be like, mom's not rocking it today. But you know what? Today's going to be better. But yeah. just accepting like, you know what? It's OK that I'm here, but tomorrow can be better. Right. Accepting I, our humanness. Yeah. <laughs> We're human. Yeah. I think we are also our worst critics. Absolutely. You know, when other people see us. You know, they see a certain way, but then we see ourselves a certain way. And so we criticize ourselves worse than anybody. So, yes. Mm -hmm. And I will say I I was going to bring this up later on in the podcast, but it feels like we're kind of like naturally getting there. I'm going to get there. So those of you, I'm sorry that are listening. You can't see me. And I, you know, some most days that's good for you. But um, (laughs) there is a picture that has been kind of circulating on social media. And I I shared it with the ladies in the room a little bit earlier. And we kind of looked at it. And I'll, I'll try and describe it for those of you that are listening, um, and you may have seen it yourselves, but basically what you're seeing is you see an apple that's set up in front of a mirror. And when you look in the mirror, the reflection is beautiful. Like it is Snow White's perfect, shiny red apple. Like it's it's a perfect piece of fruit. You, you would want this fruit. Um, but you get to see the backside of it that's not shown in the reflection, and it's got bites out of it. I mean, it's half eaten pretty much. And I think what we do is we compare ourselves to people's beautiful reflection to the perfection that they want to show us on social media. And we don't we're not privy to the bites. We're not privy to life that they're experiencing, to their struggles, to the things um, that maybe are affecting and the situations are affecting their self-esteem. We don't get to see that. And so we're comparing um, our bites, <laughs> the, the, the bites yeah. that life has taken out of us to other people's beautiful doctored filtered filtered (laughs) reflection and that's not fair we're not being fair to ourself um because i can't compare my worst to someone's best and think i'm gonna come out ahead i agree with that you know and i know we're talking about adults but also children Mm -hmm. um adults want show them a certain way that you're supposed to be And adults do the same thing to adults. You know, you see this beautiful apple. Well, that's how it perceives that we're actually supposed to look like. But deep down, we're not, Mm -hmm. you know. And so I think we judge ourselves all from the appearance of other people Mm -hmm. and what's going on in the world. You know, what's the trends and, you know, and different things like that. So we just also need to 
kind of be kind to yourself, you know, when you think that you're not as good as that other person or the other things. So, right. What's the saying? Comparison is the thief of joy. And I think yeah. that's true. And we're comparing ourselves like like Joni, you said, we're comparing ourselves to what the world says should be our values and priorities. And if that doesn't align with what my actual values and priorities are, then I'm never going to feel imbalanced. I'm never going to feel that self-esteem, that self-care that I want, because I'm striving for what the world says and not what my true self says. Yeah, it goes back to our, the values. If yeah. you haven't checked out, you know, our mm-hmm. our podcast uh, week about values, yeah. for sure, you know, what your values are, and they may not be the same. And so comparing yourself is just, you know, tearing you down yeah. for no reason. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ashley, you gave us a specific scenario of what mm-hmm. when you feel like um, your self-esteem is attacked <laughs> um, when you're trying, you know, and it's that comparison. I don't look like this person and it maybe I don't sound like this person. I don't live in this person's house. I don't whatever it is. Are there any other um, I'm wondering, are there any other situations that you all can identify as, as situations that you feel like really attack that for you? Well, I'll just say about for myself, you know, um, I mentioned it in our February podcast about me being in school, you know, going back for my master's. And I really get down on myself really hard when it comes to when I don't understand and having to ask help for other people to explain it to me. You know, it's okay that you have to ask that. But for me, it's like, no, I don't want to, you know, so I get down on myself when it comes to challenges, when it comes to school, I've always had, you know, hard, you know, challenges, I've always had to work extra hard, you know, to understand certain things in school. So that's my thing. You know, I get down on myself really bad when it comes to being in college. I think for me, um, I've mentioned before in our podcast that like my stress reliever, like they, um, I work out things like that. Like that was my thing. Then I had a kid and that doesn't happen all the time. And I like to do that. And I feel better about myself when I get to do that. But then I find myself comparing myself to other moms that are like the kids are the same age or few and they're like rocking it in that area. And I'm not. And I'm like, what am I doing? That's not right. Like, how can they do that? And how can I not? You know, and I think that's that's probably my is a mom comparison or oh, you know yeah. you've heard like yeah. uh, people the pinterest battle you know yes. what's not to drop you know specific <laughs> things but you know making your kids you know birthday party or you know mm-hmm. being over top type thing not that i'm saying that but i feel like that's kind of a comparison to that yeah and i think it's it goes back to that same thing we're comparing ourselves to someone else and and yeah. having that expectation that i'm supposed to be this person or have these same things i i can relate to the you know I typically am not the mom that's real great when it comes to the school parties. I'm like, please let let me get the paper goods. Can I bring the plates (laughs) and the napkins and all the things? And it's just because to me, that's like, oh, my goodness, one more thing on my list. And they're going to bring in all these creative, awesome things. And I'm like, high five you. You did that. But then it makes me feel bad about me (laughs) because I didn't do that. And so I I get that. Um, We we compare ourselves to other and it's. It's a struggle. And so I think what we recognize is that, you know, as we said, our self-esteem ebbs and flows. And there are certain situations that can cause that to really come out in us. Um, Some common ones are work or school presentations. If it's something I don't feel super confident about, which I think is the self-esteem and confidence. I mean, they go hand in hand. It's the same thing. So if I don't feel especially confident about whatever project it is or presentation it is, then that can um, sort of decrease how I feel about myself. If there's a crisis or at work or at home, um, 
man, that can really hit our self-esteem pretty mm-hmm. hard, especially if we don't feel like we, we've handled it well or we don't feel like we know how to handle it. Um, we can be pretty critical about ourselves. Relationship challenges. I think that um, when we are struggling with a friend or a coworker or a spouse, that can really hit our self-esteem hard. Mm. Um, and we may not even realize it in those situations, but it does because we start to question ourselves and did I say this right? It, what did I do wrong? How can I, you know? Yeah. And it's bigger than that. Just mm-hmm. one person. Yeah. You're like applying it to everybody. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you have a problem with, you know, the person that you work beside and then, you know, somebody two doors down, you're like, oh, wait, are they mad at me too? Or did I do something mm-hmm. to them? And and yeah, so it's like a snowball type effect. I absolutely. Think. Absolutely. And then also sometimes just changes in our life roles um, can be difficult with our to our self-esteem. Like if we experience a divorce or if we experience a new marriage or if we are having a child, lose a job, empty nesters, all of those things that happen to lots of us, we experience throughout our life in different ways. It can be a hit to our self-esteem when we're, we're hitting those um, life changes. So we've talked a little bit about some of the things that affect our our self-esteem, and we've been able to identify some of those situations and explore our thoughts about those situations. But I want to talk about um, some of the negative thinking that we get into, because when we think about our self-esteem, it it all goes back to how we feel about situations, how we feel about people, ourselves, and how we interact. And so there are some definitely, definitely some different negative thinking patterns, negative thought patterns. um, And this is really big in the cognitive behavioral therapy world, um, which is all about what I think affects how I feel, affects how I act. And so... um, Some of those negative thought patterns erode our self-esteem, and we're going to talk a little bit about those and see if maybe we can identify some of them in our life. Um, The first one we'll discuss is all-or-nothing thinking. Uh, Isn't that yours? Isn't that what you said before? Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Not calling you out, but... It totally totally is, 100%. So um, I think... And I'll, I'll share this. This may be an odd thing to share, but I'm going to share it. So with my children, I breastfed all my children. And I had a very strong um, all or nothing thinking that I, I it was either I was all nursing my child or I was all bottle feeding my child formula and there was no in between. And that was so damaging to my self-esteem because in that line of thinking, if I couldn't do the way I wanted, then I failed. And so... Finally, by the time I got to my third child and did some growing, I realized it doesn't have to be all or nothing. I can mm-hmm. do the best I can do with the choice I make and I can supplement in the other way. And guess what? My child's my child's good because all that's important is that they're being nourished. And so instead of thinking like I, I will do all this or I will do none of this, you know, we miss out on the middle ground. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and a lot of times the all or nothing is dangerous t- yeah, territory. It is. It's it's rough to be there. And so that all or nothing thinking really, it, it keeps us from trying because it's that, oh, if I, I can either do it all the way good or I'm not doing it at all and I'm not even going to try. That's about like black or white. Is it black or yep. white or is there is there a gray in between? You mm-hmm. know, sometimes yeah. we got to remember there is gray in between. Yes. It's I just can not. See. Oh, go ahead. No. I was just going to say, like, I could see this one being, like, the most damaging to your self-esteem. 
the all or nothing thinking. Yeah, you really limit yourself. You put yourself in a box. Well, and if you're like, I'm going to do it the best that I can and I'm going to I'm all in. But and then if you fail, which we talked about before, like we fail, it's it's okay to do that. But if you fail, then I feel like that knocks your self-esteem down a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that really resonates with me. I am not the parent that I thought that I was going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really beat myself up about that regularly. If I if I am short because I'm stressed out about something, then, I mean, I think about that and yeah. ruminate on it and just think, oh, I can't believe I did that. And I'm, I'm really working on that perfectionism and thinking that, you know, I'm not, I'm not the only one who... No. 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 Yeah, and that's exactly it. The all or nothing thinking... It leads like we have to be perfect and we can't so we set ourselves up for failure every single time because none of us are perfect we're not going to be perfection is a lie <laughs> it doesn't exist we can do our best we can grow we can try to do better but perfection is just not obtainable we are human yeah it's like i tell my children you know when they was in um, elementary middle school high school age you know did you try your hardest if you tried your hardest, then it's okay. You've done the best you can do, mm-hmm. you know, but like you said, in our mindset, it's either all or nothing, mm-hmm. you know, but mm-hmm. just trying to put your mindset in. If you really, truly heart, tried your hardest, then that, that that's the best you could do. So mm-hmm. absolutely. Another negative thought pattern that sometimes we get into, and I think um, I, I know I can relate to this is jumping to conclusions. <laughs> yeah i'm the worst oh, that. yeah yeah sometimes we we assume oh that word mm. yuck Ooh. we assume we know a situation a thought what someone's thinking what they're doing what their what their motive is and it gets us in some big trouble right yeah i mean just a little bit yeah <laughs> yeah just a little we get we get in some trouble with that so you know Sometimes we have to take a step back and say, maybe I don't know the bigger picture here. Maybe I need to ask some questions. Maybe I need to explore what's going on here instead of just assuming that this is what this thing is. Because we can get ourselves really riled up (laughs) and it ends up not being what we even have conjured up in our mind (laughs) for it to be. I have no idea what you're talking about. I feel like that happens for me personally. That's more at home. Oh, yeah. You know. And and it could be just because, you know, uh, or you're, you know, that that person's going to be there or if it's a friend that you rely on, you know, like they're going to be there no matter what. So then you're riled up and you get home and you pull in the drive, you know, and you're and then it's not what mm-hmm. you thought it was. And you're like, oh, OK. And then you're like awkward, of course. <laughs> yeah. We like to mind read our spouses for sure. Yes. Like, I know what you're thinking. Maybe we don't. We, maybe we don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> um, here's another big one. And I think this gets us into trouble. I, I think maybe um, this is even more common for us females. I'm not saying males don't do this as well, but mistaking feelings for facts. Okay. Sometimes we let our emotions really run us. Um, and I don't, I think we don't realize that I can feel a certain way, but that doesn't mean that's, that's what is happening. That doesn't mean that's factual. Mm -hmm. Like I can feel hurt. That doesn't mean that person meant to hurt me. Yeah. I think that's hard to admit. 
it's tough that we do that it's tough because the emotions are very real and they're very real to us and we can experience them in a very deep way but we have to realize that my feeling is just my feeling it's how my body is perceiving this information it's how i'm processing it but it doesn't make it factual right that emotional intelligence Mm -hmm. aspect of you know being aware of what your feeling is why you're feeling that way and then thinking about is it intended for that You know, just being aware and intentional, Mm -hmm. as we've talked about a lot, just being intentional about thinking through that would help with the self-esteem of that too but yeah that's a good one yeah that's about like jumping to conclusions before you have all the facts and you talk before you even think about what you're fixing to say yeah Yeah, absolutely (laughs) it gets us in trouble now the last one i want to talk about as far as the negative thought patterns is negative self-talk and i feel like this goes along with the comparison a lot because a lot of times we compare ourselves to other others and then we beat ourselves up Mm -hmm. because we don't stack up in our own minds to what this person has shown us and a lot of times like i said we're seeing their highlight reel we're seeing the best of the best and we're comparing it to our worst of the worst because never do we line up well this is the best i am when i'm when i'm doing great this is me and we don't compare that person right to the people we see on social media or wherever else um television or at work work yeah we're we are man we're hard on ourselves Mm -hmm. i was gonna say how do you your persona of who you are you show people only what you want them to see Mm -hmm. and we see people like you was just talking about tiffany far as the good side of them but where they only see you a certain way they don't know the true you yeah absolutely We, we show people we want them to see yeah and very few people do we actually let in and they see who we truly are right yeah and i was thinking well we we put ours on a scale and they just kind of said, you know, Joni and Ashley just said general, but even if they are perceived as, you know, the shiny apple, they could mm-hmm. be at a two, like they yeah. could be yeah. low and just trying to, you know, overcompensate for mm-hmm. what they're feeling. And you don't know that. And you're comparing yourself to that. Right. Yeah, because we Absolutely. don't show the, pe- I mean, you put on yeah. a face that you only want people to see, you know, mm-hmm. so. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we've kind of discussed how how we struggle a little bit with some of those negative thought patterns. So let's think about some ways we can adjust our thoughts and our beliefs because it's how we how we feel about things and replace our negative or untrue thoughts with positive accurate thoughts and so one way to do that is to use hopeful statements you know to just be more hopeful in the way we talk the things that we say. Um, just having that positive spin on things as opposed to always having the negativity as our fallback. Yeah. So looking on the bright side. Yes. So there's always, you know, they mm-hmm. say there's always something good out of every situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a silver lining. Mm-hmm. We, we just have to look for it sometimes. It may be buried, but but it's there. Um, another one is forgiving yourself. I think a lot of times our self-esteem gets hit because we've made a mistake or we've made a choice or we didn't live up to whatever ideal we had in our head. And instead of forgiving ourselves, like we'd forgive one of our friends and moving forward, we stay stuck in beating ourselves up. Like we want to punish ourselves. Like I need to punish. I need to keep punishing myself for that choice I made, that thing I did, that thing I said, that thing I didn't do that I said I would do. Um, and so giving ourselves some some grace and some forgiveness, um, you know, a lot of times, like you said, Joni, we're our own worst enemy. We and are. I think that goes with forgiveness, too. We are last to forgive ourselves. Yeah. Um, and so that can be helpful. 
Another big one, and this is huge, um, and one thing that I highly encourage is avoiding using should and must statements. We're all grinning because <laughs> we never do that, <laughs> no, goodness, right? We're we're all looking around the table thinking, mm, well. I probably did that this morning. <laughs> I would say that's a daily thing for me that I should have done this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And think about it. So if your spouse said, Ashley, you should do this, how would you respond? <laughs> Not well. Yeah. <laughs> we don't like to, it feels yuck, yeah. right? We don't like it when someone tells us what we should do. Um, but we do it to ourselves mm-hmm. all the time. Um, and that's, I mean, Come on, no one wants to be shoulded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's that not helpful, and it usually we shut down. If someone else says sh- you should do this, mm-hmm. we shut down. We don't want to hear it. We're a little frustrated. How dare you tell me what I should and shouldn't do? Um, and then must. It's a lot of pressure. It is. Mm-hmm. If I must do something, there is no flexibility or freedom there. Um, and we like to have a little bit of wiggle room, some freedom, some area to breathe and pivot and yeah. and maybe adjust. And that doesn't feel adjustable, right? It feels rigid. We don't like being put in a box and it being rigid. Um, so we want to be a little more flexible with ourselves than that. Focusing on the positive, um, this is important. And I think if you just say it that way, focus on the positive, it sounds like, what? Who can do that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you you want to be like, no joke. If you don't want to be negative, think about positive. Like, that's so obvious. But I will tell you, like, if you find yourself in a place where you are um, – just ruminating on negative like that is all you can play in your head you can have that that reel that is all of the things and none of them are happy or positive or helpful um focusing on your gratitudes can really pull you out of that slump and it can really just change your mind and that's what this is all about doing is i'm going to change the way i think i'm going to change the way that i'm feeling about this by the way i'm thinking about it and so when you find yourself really stuck in the negative and that's where you've been and that's kind of where you're living write down the things you're grateful for and if you're really in a bad place, it may be as simple as I'm grateful I'm breathing oxygen and I had breakfast this morning. And you may not go any deeper than that. And that's fine. You can then add on to that. But when we just decide to change our mind and focus on the good things, the positive things, the gratitudes, um, it changes our mind. And if you can start doing that daily, all of a sudden you'll find I'm thinking much more positively and the negative thoughts even when they come they come and they go Mm -hmm. and they don't get stuck there and that's not where i'm spending all my time so um that's one thing that i've you know i said i'm at a seven right now with my self-esteem this is one of the things i've actively done over the last nine months and i will tell you it's made a giant impact not only on how i feel about myself but my relationships you know if i'm constantly thinking about a negative part of someone i'm in relationship with if that's not going to be great how how are you going to have good communication good feelings if that's it but when you start focusing on all the positives all the good in that person or that situation or that activity it will change how you feel Um, and that's a big big step relabel upsetting thoughts so just kind of like changing that 
negative to a positive, relabeling it. How can I spin this? How can I find that silver lining and mm-hmm. spin this where it's more helpful to me? Because um, it may still not feel good. Sometimes we're in just a rough place, but there's some kind of gift there. There's something that's going to help me learn, going to help me grow. What? How can I use this to be helpful, to be more positive? You know, for me, I would say um, if your self-esteem is not where you want it to be, you can make changes and then your self-esteem not being where you wanted it to be was a gift because it encouraged you and pushed you to do something different yeah, to change and grow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. If I don't recognize you, know, if I don't have if I don't have some of the tougher times, I don't push myself to do better. So we could stay status quo instead of growing. And so growth comes out of some of the tougher times. I think about it as um, you're in a season. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure you all have heard people say that before. You know, like this is the season we're in right now, but we're going to get through it. And there's something different and something better that's coming on. Yeah. And you may think that something that's happening to you right now, you may be able to help someone else through that at a later time. So you growing and you getting through it can then help that next person to get through it. Yeah, absolutely. Because our our experiences, you know, we can go to someone who has a similar experience to us, um, but they have gotten through it. And then you can learn from their experience. How did you get through this? What helped you? What didn't help you? Um, mm-hmm. And then I'm one step ahead because maybe I don't have to try all the things that didn't help. I can start trying the things that were helpful yeah. and see what fits for me. So I'm an example of that. I would just maybe think about it. So like you all know my son had to wear a helmet mm-hmm. for a while to shape his head. He had a flat spot on his head. And so I, there was a girl that I went to high school with and I saw where she had posted that her child had that. Mm-hmm. So I reached out and I'm like, you know, what worked? What didn't? Like, what'd you do? How'd you do this? She like sent me tons of stuff, like yeah. groups and like all kinds. And then, um, so that was very helpful that I reached out. And then I shared that experience mm-hmm. because I was thinking like, this is an educational moment for other people because he had to wear it 23 hours out of the day. So, mm-hmm. you know, if somebody saw me like, what is that? Well, you know, it's an educational part. And then it was like towards the end of it, he had to wear it around three months. Um, I had a college friend send me a message my son may have to wear this what happened so it's like Mm -hmm. I was like you know what we had to go through it we're we're on the end of it but somebody else is starting it and I can share my experience so that you know that it is helpful yeah absolutely that's a great I'm so glad that you had that friend there that could give you that resource and then you could pay it forward to someone else Mm -hmm. you know I think when we are in a season that's scary like that something we're we've not experienced we're not really sure how to face it um there's a lot of fear but also a lot of loneliness and when you can find someone else who's been there it it kind of makes you not feel so alone and and you feel like other people understand i can get through this it's encouraging Mm -hmm. it is yeah because it's it was very you know we it was like uh we were kind of lost like what are Mm -hmm. we supposed to do like i don't have no idea what we're supposed to do yeah and the self-esteem was just like you know we're not do we do something wrong like you know and to get that reassurance that we didn't always helped yeah absolutely i think that's as parents if our kids are struggling we internalize that a lot yeah um and we feel like uh, this has to be something i did or didn't do but being able to talk to someone else and say no this is this is not you and this you're going to be able to get through this this is how you can get through this and i'm here to talk through the tough parts um just to have that person to listen who knows that experience and has been there and has got gotten out on the other side that's encouraging and that's hopeful and so that can really help with Mm -hmm. self-esteem it was very helpful 
Absolutely. And then the last way we can maybe start to change our negative thought patterns is just encouraging ourselves. you know, just being more encouraging of um, our journey and knowing that we're not going to be perfect. Um, we're going to have to work on it. It's going to take time. It's not perfection. We, oh, the perfection, I don't love. The intentionality, let's keep that word. So, <laughs> but, you know, we just want to make sure like that positive self-talk positive affirmations encouraging yourself in that way and if that's hard for you um some things i've suggested to others in the past is write some things um some positive self-talk things and post them up you know you know your sticky notes that you have actually <laughs> we can use, use it for more than lists we can put our positive affirmations on them we can stick them on our refrigerator door on our mirror on our steering wheel wherever you look multiple times a day because we want to flood ourselves with positive I don't know if you all know, but um, a negative statement, it takes seven positive statements to outdo that one. So, man, we're fighting an uphill battle, but we can do it. Um, But we have to be intentional about it. And so encouraging yourself is important. And then when we become a master of encouraging ourselves, working on encouraging others. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, Mm -hmm. we don't encourage ourselves, but are we encouraging others, too? Mm -hmm. You know, looking at that, how can you do that better, whether at work, at home, you know, what what that looks like. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I've enjoyed this conversation with you ladies today. Fun. Yeah, and I think there's there's so much more to think about and explore. And so those of you that are listening, I hope that you will ask yourselves the same questions that we explored today. Um, and I'm going to read those really quick for you so you can be thinking about them. And so some of the things we discussed were, how would you describe your current self-esteem? Are there specific situations that seem to decrease your self-esteem? Once you've identified that situation and explored your thoughts on that, are your thoughts and beliefs positive, negative, or neutral? Do you struggle with any of the negative thought patterns we discussed today? And have you used any of the positive thinking strategies that we discussed? If so, did it help? Um, and is there one or more that you would like to try in the week ahead? So I would say, as usual, um, talk this over with a friend, journal about it, explore it, send us questions or comments if you'd like to, um, to life simplified podcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Um, and we hope that you'll listen and join us next week. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Life Simplified. We are family and consumer sciences agents with the University of Kentucky Cooperative Extension Service. Contact us at lifesimplifiedpodcast at gmail.com.